You are listening to the Balancing Act podcast with Danny Euro. I'm a licensed mental health counselor based out of Miami, Florida. I use the ideas and principles of acceptance and commitment therapy to help individuals who find themselves struggling in various areas of their lives. The Radiating Wisdom of the Incredible Hulk. Hey there, this is the Balancing Act Podcast. I am Danny. Hope this finds you well. Hope you're enjoying your summer. It's really hot down here in Miami. Uh, Today was a blistering one. My car's thermostat said it was 97 degrees, which is crazy. Welcome. If this is your first time listening in, thank you so much for giving us a try. I know that time is an unrenewable resource, so it's uh, just very thankful that you would devote time to, to listen in. If you've been listening, thank you for continuing to listen. Uh, please continue to to share the love. We've been getting a lot of feedback and, and emails and, and DMs through our Instagram account. That's what, that's all been great. Uh, continue to do so. Uh, share it. Uh, you know, continue to share. Uh, subscribe. Sharing is caring. You know how it goes. As always, feel free to email us at thebalancingactpodcast at gmail dot com with any suggestions, questions, or ideas. We love when listeners reach out to us. We've been getting suggestions for films uh, um, to review in our Act and Films episode. We are actually in the works um, doing an Act Professional episode, which we'll have more details uh, next time, which I'm looking forward to. It should be great. Also, you can find us on Instagram at The Balancing Act Miami. Give us a follow on there, too, and you can direct messages through there as well. We've been receiving emails of testimonials about how listeners have been impacted by the material Julio and I have been presenting over the past year on the podcast, which means the world to us. It actually makes all this effort more than worth it. Thank you so much for reaching out and sharing and keep doing that. That's a, it's a, it's a, great, uh, it's a great boost for us here on the show to, to hear how, how you guys are getting this information and applying it to your everyday life. Last episode was focused on the four agreements and how there are act concepts within those agreements. Today, we'll be discussing the not-so-hopeful message that there is no cure for your anxiety. Sorry, no cure, nada, none at all. I wish there was, because maybe my hair would not have turned white so early in my life. What you're hearing is the Lonely Man theme used in the Incredible Hulk TV show in the late 1970s. For those of you who watched the show, you're probably picturing Bill Bixby hitchhiking along a highway as the piano plays sadly. Now that I gave you the bad news, let me give you the good news. And the good news is that in this episode, we will discuss the hope that is in the radiating wisdom of the Incredible Hulk. Questions. Do you struggle with a particular feeling or emotion? Anxiety? Anger? Sadness? Restlessness? Do you struggle with a feeling so much you avoid situations that may elicit it? Does it leave you wanting to run away from yourself? Does it leave you feeling like you're going to explode? Or maybe you feel like you're going to implode? Have you asked your therapist for a cure for this dreadfulness? No cure, the Hulk, and 180 beats per minute. So a common question I get from clients is, how are we going to cure my anxiety? Or my depression, or insert problem feeling here, problem emotion here. 
Uh, I get it. Uh, who wants to feel the anxiety that will bring you to a therapist's office or the sadness that will bring you there? That's the whole idea, right? Just just cure me, damn it. Uh, and my answer is not really an encouraging one, unfortunately. I never get a good look with the answer, but the reply that I normally give invariably is uh, there is no cure. Uh, and before they run out of the office, I try to explain that although there is no cure, that it is not really what we're really trying to do there in the first place. Uh, the true goal is to resolve the dilemma that the anxiety is creating and all the other dilemmas associated with those dilemmas and those dilemmas and those dilemmas and those dilemmas, right? So the resolution rests on the need to feel the anxiety, uh, not the cure being to remove the removal of it, um, especially with anxiety, because, you know, if you, if you think about it, especially with anxiety, if you consider that anxiety is what has allowed our gene pool to survive this long, uh, the less anxious ancestors statistically played things out way too risky and just on average didn't last long enough to procreate and teach that generation the wisdom of their ways. While the more anxious ones, you know, they, they actually played it safe. They lived longer. They were able to procreate and teach their strategies. The success in treating anxiety is in building a tolerance to it, to be able to function despite experiencing it, to have a response to it that does not lead to the escalating in intensity the frequency or the duration. Uh, it, the cure isn't to, to remove it. The cure, if there is a cure, is to be able to tolerate it. To have a low threshold of, or, of tolerance for anxiety is to be reactive and to be in judgment, to be in fear responses because, because of it. Because in, in that fear response, in that judgment, in that self-judgment, we will likely lead to bigger versions of that anxiety. It'll, it'll snowball into something bigger, stronger, louder, and greener, like the Hulk. Speaking of the Hulk, for those that don't know much about the Incredible Hulk, the main things you should know are, number one, he is a scientist named Bruce Banner who was exposed to gamma radiation, which gave him the mutation that when his anger hits a certain level or threshold, he, transformed from, he transforms from an average-looking scholarly scientist into a huge green creature that likes to yell the word, SMASH! Another thing you need to know, another detail, is that somehow, no matter what Bruce Banner is wearing, when he does turn into the Hulk, somehow all his clothes tear away except his pants. He goes from five foot nine, weighing 170 pounds, to eight feet tall, weighing 1,400 pounds, but somehow those pants hang on. Thankfully. In the first Avengers movie, there's a scene toward the end during the final climax, the final battle of the film. When Captain America begs Bruce Banner to get angry, needing him to turn into the Hulk to help save the day. Here's the scene. Uh, when you listen, uh, please note Bruce Banner's reply in particular. Dr. Banner, now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. And in that moment, he turns into the Hulk, tearing through his button-down shirt and shoes, but not his indestructible pants, and commencing to punch an alien warship right on its nose. I'm always angry, was his secret. The wisdom of the Hulk. Bruce Banner learned to tolerate anger, to be able to function while feeling it. He built a tolerance through the exposure to the anger. Similar are my experiences at the gym. No, not the impossible strong feats of the Hulk, and no, not the indestructible pants of the Hulk. The idea of being able to function despite particular feelings, particular negative feelings, um, 
About six months ago, I started the process of seriously trying to get myself into better physical shape. Five days a week of intense training. Off the bat, I realized the limitations in that once my heart rate got to about 145 to 160 beats per minute. Uh, I, I would just fall apart. It was just, I was a train wreck. I, I would go into f- my fused thinking patterns. I can't do this. I'm going to die. This sucks. I give up. No more. Just wanted to tap out. Along with these fused thoughts was the, the powerful desire to avoid this feeling, uh, the, the pounding in my chest and the feeling of exhaustion, the feeling like my, just my arms, I couldn't even lift my arms. Just wanted to avoid all of that. Just, just did not want to accept any part of it. Then with time, with exposure, a couple things started to happen. I got into better shape, so my heart rate became a little bit more efficient. It wasn't all erratic and bouncing around. Uh, but also, I started getting used to the feeling of my heart rate getting up there, getting used to it getting into those upper zones of 165 and 170, 175 and 180. It just it became easier to tolerate the suck that associated with that heart rate, the, the, that idea of being up there and thinking that you can't do it and realizing you can because you've been ex- exposed to that sensation over and over again. I learned to be able to tolerate it, and I was able in that tolerance, I d- developed a better ability to accept that discomfort and still be able to function. Much like Bruce Banner, I was able to realize that I'm exhausted, but I can still do it. I can still tolerate it. I'm going to accept it because I've been exposed to it over and over again, and I've been able to um, function despite it instead of avoid it and not be able to do it. Exposure, tolerance, and acceptance. At a risk of oversimplifying things, right, exposure leads to tolerance. Tolerance leads to acceptance. Acceptance allows commitment. Repeat. Exposure leads to tolerance. Tolerance leads to acceptance. Acceptance allows commitment. Repeat. Um, To tolerate is to accept. To build tolerance, you need to slowly expose yourself to what it is you're learning to accept. It's the path to flexibility, as flexible as the Incredible Hulk's pants. Non-tolerance is suffering. It's the wrestling with. It's the avoidance is a way of not tolerating. It's the path of inflexibility, as inflexible as the Hulk's tattered shirt. A lot of our suffering stems from the inability and or lack of willingness to tolerate feelings and circumstances. Our intolerance comes in the form of self-judgment, others' judgment, situational judgment, fear, a need to instantly gratify either through escape or through attacks, implosions or explosions. That's the catch-22 of avoidance. Avoiding anxiety makes us more susceptible to it. It's like avoiding loud noises makes us more sensitive to sound. Avoiding jalapenos makes us more sensitive to spicy food. And honestly, what good are buffalo wings if they are not as at least a little spicy? Clearly, I'm not asking you to walk into situations that will evoke problematic levels of certain feelings for you. I don't want to induce panic attacks by no means. Um, But just hear me out. What I'm saying is... The cure, and I'm using air quotes like you can see me, that the, the cure that some clients ask for, if that's what you want to call it, is that the, the process of allowing yourself to be expo- exposed little by little to these feelings, when they come, to embrace them with acceptance and an effort to build tolerance to them, little by little. 
to not judge yourself for feeling it or to not judge others for being accomplices to the situation that elicited it in you. Building a tolerance will allow you to function despite feeling. Instead of shutting down because you're, because you're feeling it, you'll be able to allow yourself to feel the emotion. We are supposed to feel it. If you feel it, you've got to allow yourself to feel it. You're meant to feel it. If we were meant to control our feelings, we would call, call them controllings. We would not call them feelings. So let yourself feel it. And now the challenge. As I continue to challenge you to be an active participant in your own life, like a dear colleague of mine says, it's time to lean into the discomfort. I challenge you to lean into small doses of discomfort in life. Tasks or actions you may be avoiding because you believe you can't tolerate how they make you feel. Approach the lesser versions of those tasks. Wave to a stranger and say good morning. Text an old friend you haven't spoken to in a while. Make eye contact in the hallway and smile. Challenge yourself with a little bit of anxiety provocations. Subtly get out of your comfort zone for a moment here and maybe a moment there. Expose yourself to the feeling and let the tolerance grow. Let the acceptance come so you can commit. Show yourself love and realize that you can build up tolerance to these discomforts so you can function. And not only function, but excel despite feeling them as you commit towards your value systems, as you travel to your North Stars. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you subscribe. I hope you enjoy. I hope you share. Sharing is caring. Remember to email us with questions and or feedback and send in pictures of you listening to our podcast on your purpose-driven drives through life. Uh, Just do it safely, please. Don't put yourself at risk. Uh, Also, send in your film requests for our acting films episodes. Uh, We're always collecting those. Uh, You can send those to the balancingactpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks to Julio, the producer who makes this a reality. His birthday was a couple weeks ago. He doesn't look a day over 25. And it's all the hockey he's been playing these days. This is The Balancing Act. I am Danny. I am thankful. And take care.